Can we start this shit already? Hello, Jim. Hello, Jim. Hello, Jim. Hello, Christina. Hello. Hello, yes. Welcome to Exus Nexus. podcast where two exes get together and talk some shit about shit. Mostly pop culture, movies, actors, TV shows, poorly written scripts. See, the exes in the the title of the show comes from the fact that we used to date each other, Uh, but used to is the operative here. We broke up. We married other people. Jim's wife really literally is his better half. Welcome everyone, Kelly. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and I, I was lucky enough to marry the captain. Captain? I'm a captain. In name only. The captain, <laughs> the captain joins us today as our bartender. Why, you ask? Because later in the show, Jim and I ask each other a secret question. With this secret question goes a cocktail. So, Captain, what kind of cocktails have you made for us today? Well, Jim is drinking the bad habit. Well, and when you say Jim, you mean you. Yes, because we're still socially distanced. So the bad habit, let's give it a try. Wow. Sounds like Jim. No, it doesn't. (laughs) You fucking jerk. You fucking jank. That's actually quite delicious. It's clear. It's It's very clear and it's on the rocks and it's... Oh, yeah, sorry. Here you go. Cheers. Uh, So the bad habit is exceptionally simple mm. um yeah both of our drinks today had there were multiple there were different multiple recipes for the same drink so this bad habit is i put it, it's an ounce of peach schnapps and an ounce of vodka on mm-hmm. the rocks mm-hmm. that's it huh mm-hmm. put them in a glass and stir nice. you can make it a sh- you can make it a shot if you want it's delicious yeah and christina what, what is she drinking he's drinking the, a big easy Ooh, ooh, it oh, yummy! It's delicious. It tastes like a cherry coke. Yeah, so it's an ounce of uh, peach liqueur. This called this called for Southern Comfort peach liqueur. So I had I had either Southern Comfort or peach schnapps. So basically, what I did was I put a half ounce of Southern Soco, a half ounce of peach schnapps. And then it calls for an ounce of grenadine and four ounces of Coca-Cola over ice. Told you it tastes like a cherry Coke. Damn, that's delicious. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, you like Dr. Pepper. I do not. I don't like Dr. Pepper. Oh, you don't? No. I do. I love Dr. Pepper. I haven't had one in maybe 15 years, but I still love it. These these both are really good. I feel like Wally likes Dr. Pepper, too. I don't like it. I like it on occasion. On occasion. Yeah, it's weird tasting. Well, yeah. It's weird. So, good evening, audience. We like to bring to you a segment in our program that we call Irritainment. Irritainment. This is where we wax poetic about things that are irritating us and also entertaining us. I'm waxing. (laughs) Yeah, at home. Uh, So, um, hey, cheers, y'all. Yeah, cheers. Yay, episode 101. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what do you got for me tonight, guys? I don't have a lot of, what? You're still at home. 
still at home. home. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe that's irritating. I don't know. <laughs> Are you finally irritated by being home all the time? No, no, not really. Yeah, I'm over it. I'm over I it. Knew you, I knew you would be. But I'm really trying desperately to be good because I have family members that I want to see that might be affected if I asymptomatically brought it around them. So I have to unselfishly sit, be cautious for the health of my family, right? That's yes. Totally okay, we're not, we're not going to talk about this on the show. No, we're not. You're yeah. right. Hey, the darkest timeline, the, the fucking podcast, the community podcast, because we're still on community. Because then when you watch all the episodes of community, the only thing that's left is the podcast. The podcast. I'm so glad they're doing it now. Uh, I, finished, I finished the series, by the way. Yes. Yeah, nice. What'd you think? I, uh, I will rank it if I will rank it, especially the finale. Finale ranks in either maybe top three or top two best finales of all finales. I liked I liked the finale. I thought that I liked season, it a lot. I thought that seasons five and six were bumpy. Um, they definitely had some misses. They had some hits, but they definitely had some misses. Uh, it was really weird. But I felt like they pulled it together for a lot of the episodes and the finale they pulled it together for, too. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And, yes, I do like the Darkest Timeline as well. It's, it's great that, that they're doing that. It's funny to me that um, they have – that they, as a cast, demonized season four. And which wasn't that bad. Which wasn't that bad. And then love season five because Dan Harmon came back. But season five, in my opinion, got off to a rough start. Like those first three episodes, were, I'm not saying they were bad. They were just really off and weird. It felt weird. It didn't feel like, it was the first time I noticed that it didn't feel like the same show. It was the first three episodes. It probably took Dan Harmon a little bit to like get his feet back in, the, in that water again. You know what I mean? Like... You feel it out a little bit, and then and then and then you get because I, I kind of see what you were what you were saying, but then I feel like like once the ease, once the water was warm, he was he was comfortable enough in it, you know. They also had cast changes at that point, right? So the dynamic of the group is going to change when you remove an element. So that had to be a bit challenging. Um, and it's interesting in season six when you watch the production value change. Oh yeah, when they went to Yahoo, it was Yahoo picked it up for season six. Right, and that's and that's funny too because I'm thinking about it being on like Hulu and, and Netflix now. Is no one saw the last season? No one saw the last season. Right, right. Because uh, no one got that streaming service, and from what I read, Community literally sh was partially responsible for shutting that streaming service down because they invested so much fucking money into it that it couldn't support itself when they had no fucking subscribers. That sucks. sucks. Oh, that sucks. But what a treat that is now that like we get to like live in that world and, and um, you know, and, and digest that. It, it's definitely uh, to me a more bingeable show than a week to week kind of show. I think that's why I never got into it in the first place. And uh, you know, I would, I want to live in that world. I don't necessarily have to live in, 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 in the Marvel, mm -hmm. the Marvel Cinematic Universe or a Star Wars universe. I want to live in a slightly hyper-real pop culture frenzied sitcom. Yeah. 
Oh my God. Set at a community college too. Where yeah. it's like, it's just fun. It's just a fun little you uh, know, set. Full confession. We started watching it from the beginning again. So did we. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we had to because I, I just started watching it. You have an it's excuse. Not Ruffin, it's not Ruffin Kelly in like the, like the rest of us. Though. No. No. I, I mean, he said to me, did we overhype it for you? Like, did we set the expectation too high? I'm like, I'm only into like maybe five episodes, six episodes. Like, We just watched the 11th episode. Okay, well, well there you go. So she's not there. No, she's not. Because by the fifth episode, you're like hooked. Like when we started watching it again, I, all of a sudden we're on episode five and I'm like, holy cow. From the beginning, these characters were really kind of like already on a path. Like the writing was just instantly good. Yeah, I felt like, yeah, I felt like five or six. It was definitely hooked. I liked it. And then I feel like halfway through the first season, I was like, this is, this is, I'm really enjoying this a lot. And then by the season finale, I think the no. Book. Once they got once they got to the paintball episode, I was like, right. this like how how does this get better? Than right, that? right. And if you don't like the paintball episode, we're getting divorced. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, so along these lines, uh, dear Allison Brie wrote a movie for herself, basically. Right, she and a friend of hers wrote a movie called Horse Girl that's on Netflix. And it's um, loosely based on the mental, like, mental illness in her family, her mother and her grandmother. But also, it's a weird sci-fi movie. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It was at Sundance this year, and that's the way she described it. I sent Wally an article, maybe from Variety or something. Yeah. And uh, that's what wrote me in because she was talking about how she'd always wanted to kind of address this issue within her family, but she wasn't ever sure how to do it. But by adding, she's always loved sci-fi. So by adding in like the weird element of supernatural. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> I'm listening Supernatural. Yeah, so it so was an interesting, yeah, we watched it. Okay. So by, by adding in the element of super, supernatural. It makes it a totally different movie than you would expect it to be. That's all. Like, you, it, it's kind of uncategor, uncategorizable. Sure. Or genreless. Kind of. Like, it's just... Um, it's definitely a drama. Yeah, it's a drama. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting for sure. I think that, I think that they did a good job of showing... Um, the realities of dealing with people's mental illness, you know, in a, in a believable way. Uh, it, was, it was good. It was definitely, it was good. I, yeah. Cool. What's it called again? Horse girl. Horse girl. Okay. So speaking of community as well, did you know that Joel McHale is in a movie that's being released called Becky that's being released exclusively to drive-ins like no. this weekend? Wow. Yeah. And it's it's about I think it's it's also got um, Kevin James in it in his first serious role, and he's I, I think he's a white supremacist and he looks fucking scary in the in the trailer. I was impressed actually. It really feels like kind of like one of those like '90s psychodramas that they put out there because like this like Kevin James is like this really bad guy, and then Joel McHale and his wife have this daughter who seems to. 
like she gets like led off the leash and then it was like oh i have permission to kill watch as i revel in the joy of killing people wow so, so it's it, not, might, it might not be good but i would like just i think it would just be fun to go to the drive-in and see a brand new movie i mean if that's the is like is the wave of the past the wave of the future in order how we could see a movie these days Yes. I actually would love it to, to go back to a drive-in. I mean, I haven't been in one in, I, shit, I don't know, 20, I'm showing my age now, 20 some odd years. It's been a lot longer, longer than, than that, that for me. But I think that would be fun. We have one in Lake Worth. And I was say, is that still open? Yeah. yeah. We go every other year, every several years. Well, see if Becky's playing there and we'll all go and, uh, go and see it together. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. You know, I, your money movie's not going to make any money. So I guess if you're getting movies back into the drive-in theater, I, I, I that's if I'm going to go see Joel McHale and Becky. Speaking of uh, '90s psychodramas, I watched Skeleton Key again recently. Two thousand Kate Hudson. Yeah, well, it feels very '90s, even though it is early two thousands. It just it the way the camera the camera angles and the music. I want that movie to be good so bad. I know, I hate Every it. time I watch that movie, <laughs> I feel like I just want it to be good. I saw it in the theater. And yeah. about two-thirds of the way through, you're like, I can't. I don't. What the fuck just happened? You know, you know it's funny. Well, you said you saw that in the theater, right? Yeah. Like, it's funny that we live... And I don't, I don't, I don't mean, like, with, with the pandemic and all that other kind of shit, but, like... It's funny when you get like a little bit older, you're pretty specific about what you're going to go see. Like if Skeleton Key came out in 2019, I would never see that movie in the movie. I think it has to do with your age. I think, you know, because when you're in that age, when you're like in your 20s, I think your entire 20s, I think from high school until you get into your 30s, you got nothing but time on your hands to go see fucking movies and fuck off, especially if you're like a young guy who like a single person, you know, I feel like you just, I mean, cause I remember talking with our buddy Zach and Zach was saying how we were talking about movies that we saw and Zach had seen every fucking movie. And it's like, of course, when you're in college and you don't got shit to do, you go to movies <laughs> and you just watch movies like myself, like, Oh my God, I, I can't believe the fucking garbage I watched in the theater, man. So many <laughs> When I worked Terrible. in restaurants in my 20s, before I had to go to a shift at night, I would go to the movies beforehand. You go to a matinee, and then you go to work. Yeah. Whatever. So who does I mean, that now? There were times where I would have seen almost everything that was playing at the movies. I'd see it, just watch it, just go. and Yeah. And I loved it. But yeah, you're right. You get a little bit more, you know, picky, I guess, with what you're going to go see. I guess because you have to go through the garbage at first. You're like, I don't want to go see shit again. I, I know what that's like. <laughs> in the movie, well, go ahead. The movie experience is like the flying experience. It's going to have to be worth it to go through the trouble to go to the movies. Good point. Like, mm -hmm. I want it to be worth it. I don't want to go for a comedy. I don't want to go for some shitty psychodrama. I want to go for the bullshit explosions. What 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 was that? Why I just snap your finger in? Because I, I've never watched Picard the TV show, but I did watch Mr. Plinkett the beginning of his Picard review, and his whole thing about the violence versus story. Mm hmm. Yep. That's it. So anyway, what were we gonna say, Jim? Um. 
it's funny that it's funny that you mentioned the Picard thing because because it, it just seems like it feels like that show went against everything that the previous show he was on represented. I didn't watch the show. I didn't watch either one of them. So. I didn't either. I didn't either. But I, I haven't heard a lot of good things. So, oh, from, uh, like purists. Our friends, the purists, liked it. Oh, I have right. friends who really enjoyed it. We have mutual friends. The Plinket thing didn't sell me on it. Didn't make me want to watch it, you know, anytime soon. But whatever. Oh, yeah, whatever. Okay, cool. Um, have we... No, we haven't. No, because we did the, because we did the, the movie episode uh, last time. Um, is anybody else excited about this HBO's, uh, HBO Max Justice League Snyder Cut? Yeah. Do you guys even know about this? Yes. I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm super interested. Yeah. Christina, you know what what it's about? (laughs) Okay. So Zack Snyder was directing the Justice League movie, which I didn't think was as bad as people said it was, but it's also not great either. And Zack Snyder left the movie because he had a tragedy with his family. And then Joss Whedon took it over and Joss Whedon, the movie up. So apparently there exists a cut of this film that Zack Snyder had hopefully completed um, that HBO Max is going to give him carte blanche to finish this movie, which may be anywhere from a four to six hour cut. So it'll be essentially a brand new movie. It's not a show? Uh, If it's going to be that long, they're going to turn it into episodes, yes. Wow. Is the story already written? It's, it's it's sitting on a hard drive waiting to be cut. Wow. Wow. That's you got to you, you understand, you know, Warner Brothers stepped in and when they put Joss Whedon in charge, uh, they said, we need you to make this movie a palpable two hours and 20 minutes and reshoot everything. And apparently only 20% of the movie that Zack Snyder had shot was actually used. So there literally exists an entirely different and much longer movie that's waiting to be cut. And here's the other thing too. One of the things that I find interesting is there was a hashtag and, and a, a hashtag release the Snyder cut, which gained some steam. And yeah, obviously see something about that. Yeah. And obviously um, HBO max wants to, wants to, you know, have a grab some buzz so that people buy into the streaming service and the one thing that nobody's talking about is is that here's a movie that people want to see that's waiting to get cut because Hollywood is fucking fucked right now. Like, no movies are getting made, and they're not getting made anytime soon. I mean, we're literally probably going to go to the end of this year before we see anything new that was shot a year and a half ago, and then you have to get production schedules up on board to, to shoot a movie. So here exists a movie that people have some demand for that they're going to get that – would never have happened if this shit hadn't been going on. Yeah, I mean, are they even able to, like, even start shooting new movies now? Like, they're shut, shut down completely. Like, how long is it going to be before we even start to see, like, new movies again? Like, outside of what they've already shut down? No, we're going to go, we're probably going to go up until late 2021 before we see, like, uh, I have the feeling they'll delay movies to put them out mm-hmm. in the summertime. So, like, I don't, I bet, I'll bet you money that The Eternals that Marvel movie doesn't come out like it's supposed to come out. And I think March that they'll put that out in the summertime just to try to get more revenue for it. But you never know if things are good by March, people are willing to go to the movies and spend a fortune. So who, what the fuck do I know? The Oscars next year should be interesting. 
They already talked about canceling them. They've already um, told them that we might not be doing this like that, but they're keeping the slot open because maybe they'll like pivot and do it some other way. So it might not be. I can see them skipping a year. I mean, they have no movies yeah. to, to release. So. Well, um, because Bad Boys for Life would have been really the front runner for Best Picture of the Year. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Which is great. Uh, they canceled the Boston Marathon for the first time in 124 years. Wow. Yeah. We certainly um, are in weird times. So anyway, uh, we watched this thing on the Travel Channel, right? You, like, let's talk about the Travel Channel for a second. We always joke, we joke that it's the Ghost Channel, right? It is. Yes, it just is. Like, just like Bravo has nothing to do with the arts anymore. It's just a bunch of bickering bitches that are throwing drinks at each other. So... <laughs> We got roped into a air quote documentary about Loch Ness and modern 21st century examination. We're going along. It's like two hours long. Whatever. We make breakfast. We hang out. We pay attention. We don't. All of a sudden, towards the end, another dimension. Loch Ness Monster lives in another dimension. <laughs> It was fine. It was like a travel show. It was like, yeah, maybe it's a monster. Maybe it's not a monster, but whatever. It's good for the economy here. People come. They like the mystery of it. Whatever. Who cares, right? Like, it was like a travel show. But they of. got into all the people that were have been investigated Nessie over the years and the whole area. And then at the end, yeah, they start diving into other hypotheses and it's hypotheses. And it's uh, the first one was another dimension a doorway to another dimension beneath the lock. And then another So one. Nessie just comes to visit us from another dimension from time to time? Yeah, rather than the fact that there's probably a whole system of caves down there that they don't even fucking know about, that they, if they exist, they probably live in or sleep in, uh, but whatever. And then they're like, and then they're like UFOs. It could be UFOs down there, blah, blah, blah. It's like, what the fuck? What just happened? We just took a hard right turn into crazy sound. It was nuts. Um, the hard right turn is the thing that you should talk about with the thing that you sent me about the fucking crazy bird guy. <laughs> oh, man. That oh. came out, what, I think two years ago? So, yeah, okay. So, there's there, it started, I don't know where it started, um, but there was this movement a couple years ago, 2018, and these people of this movement bought a billboard in Memphis, Tennessee. And, and I really hate to give them any kind of publicity, but. Oh, I want to buy a t-shirt. Are you kidding me? Uh, the <laughs> birds aren't real? So the I billboard, fucking that shirt. The billboard <laughs> is birds aren't real. And they have a website, birdsaren'treal.com. So they, in seeing this, they, they got, I guess, one of the organizers and they interviewed him out in front of his Explain billboard. Explain what, what their movement is, Wally. Well, their movement is quite simple. It's that birds aren't real. It's that the, the guy, okay. So Are they something I, made by the government yeah, that they're, fly they're, around? Yeah, they're, they're government mo monitoring so, robots. So some nitwit from one of the TV stations in Memphis, I feel bad for this person, whoever it was, got this idiot to come on because it's on YouTube. You can find it. And he goes on the morning show or the evening show and they do a full three and a half, four minute interview with this slacker in a worn t-shirt and messed up hair and Birkenstocks and asking him legitimate questions about his website. And they, anchors apparently think it's satirical. So his explanation for this is that- And he's offended by that. Yeah, and he's offended by the fact that they think it's satire. Um, 
But his explanation is that back in the 50s, 70s, no, 50s, the, uh, I watched it a few times. Back in the 50s, uh, hey, the girl. No one can see you guys. That's the thing. No <laughs> Listening in the 50s, the birds. Ham girl. So in the 50s, like the American government, basically, <laughs> he keeps keep saying genocided. Genocided all the birds. That's the word that they use constantly. Genocided all the birds or most of the birds or whatever and replaced them with robotic drones that watch us and steal our information all the time. And they ask for proof and the kid goes, well, it's right there in front of you. The proof is all over the place. The birds are the proof. And it's like, well, bring me a dead mechanical bird, you dummy. Oh my God, it's so bad. It's like the conspiracy theory of all conspiracy theories. It's so great because it's so- It's worse than flat earthers. Man. I don't know. So if you want to Google, I forgot the name, the TV station was uh, WGRN or something like that in Memphis. And uh, if you Google it, Google Google birds aren't real Memphis TV interview. It's got to be there. It's it's It's, something else, man. Yeah, it's something. All right. That's for sure. Uh, And this was two years ago. Oh, it was two years ago that that happened. Yeah. Yep. What's going on here? What's going on here? Where, Where did one of the hosts of this show go? Oh, I guess she had to leave. She had to catch a train. Oh. <laughs> she was checked out early. We should yeah. be used to it. She had to talk to a man about a horse. <laughs> uh, you know. She, catch, she went to go rob a train, actually. Yeah. She's going to bring that back. She should go see about a boy somewhere. Who knows? What the fuck is she doing? I don't know. Um, anyway. So. Anyway. We watched, I don't know what else we've watched. We haven't watched much. I thought we tried to watch some. Oh, we tried to watch The Death of Stalin on Netflix. Uh, that sounds really boring to me. It was. I think it's supposed to be a comedy. That's but we depressing. Never, yeah, we didn't get past. We got 15 minutes in and we were just like, eh. And then we watched something else. I forgot what we watched. So it must not have been good. I watched a documentary on these two twins that are savants. And it's called the Rain Man Twins. They're cognitive they don't remember they remember every detail about every day they've ever been alive and they're big music fans too so they could tell you like the exact date that songs got released and who released them and all this other kind of stuff it's a pretty interesting documentary actually wow pretty fascinating christina what do you think about uh, timothy oliphant being on mandalorian season 2 anything with timothy oliphant gets better cuz he's there Oh, that reminds me. That you jogged my memory. That's what we watched instead of the death of Stalin. We watched. Uh, we started watching Alias. Oh, okay. What's it on? What what's what service is it? Prime on? or Netflix? I think it's Netflix. Was it? No, it's definitely Maybe. not Netflix. It's Prime Maybe then. Prime then. Yeah. So we got what two or three episodes in? Yeah. Because I'll be yeah. honest, you 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 loaned me the DVD of season one, fucking forever ago. I don't remember. I don't remember jack shit about the show. I was watching it last night. I don't remember anything. I remember the, you know, enough. But I remember everything. I remember season one and two. I sort of remember season three. Season four and five, I don't remember at all because they go off the rails in season four and five. They do. 
the first two seasons are great. Season three is like, and then four and five, you're like, ugh. Ooh. I never finished watching that show. I watched the first two seasons, and then I kind of, I don't know what happened. Those kind two of, seasons rule. They are. They're really. I went into the third, and then I was like, ugh. Because I you, did like the third season. J.J. Abrams knew how to choreograph a fight scene in some respects. I mean, it's very 90s. Well, I it's think, like high 90s. But I think that you set up, you know, you set up the story in such a way that you can't just keep dragging shit out for more <laughs> seasons. It needs to come to an end at some point. And that's what these TV showrunners or, or the executives don't want to happen. They want to fucking milk that cow till it's dead. Of so, course. Yeah. So I mean, that's, that's, same, that's, that's what happened with the Lost. They, they did that with Lost. Yeah. Lost was great. Season three, up until season three of Lost, it was like the best show ever. It's like, holy fuck. And I'm not saying season four and five are bad, but it's just like, you guys realize you have to wrap this up. Like Hannibal. Well, like, that was the, see, that's the thing about a show like Alias and a show like Lost is that they're meant to have, now shows exist where they're like, okay, I have a beginning, middle, and end for, for, for this show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're on a, a network show, they want, they want to milk the cow until, you know, the teeth run dry. That's exactly what Wally just said. It's okay. I think that Breaking Bad did a really good run. They did, they did a great job. Yes. That's because things changed by then. Because all this shit was happening on A, network. Breaking Bad was a network. Well, I think Sopranos changed it for everyone. <clears throat> a and B, all of, like, they didn't change 23 episode seasons until, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. Even then, they were still long seasons. Yeah, I don't need 23 episodes in a season. I mean, if it's I a comedy, like Community had about that in the first season. And that's cool. A half-hour comedy, I think totally fine. That's understandable because you zip through those really fast. But I think if you've got an hour-long show, even if it's at 45 minutes, whatever, you got to wrap that shit up in 10 episodes. That's why, like, Daredevil's so great. It's like 10 episodes and out or eight episodes. And even, even, even that almost made it run too long. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot happens in one episode. Game of Thrones. Oh my God! So much happens in one episode, and they have ten episodes. Except that your last season last should have season. been twice as many episodes <laughs> to finish telling that story. God damn! I know that's the irony of that. Oh, the irony of that. It's- and one of the biggest ironies of that too is I remember when leading up to the last season, I was like, I'm going to watch this series again, and then I watched the the last season. I was like, I don't ever, I don't really ever want to watch it again. No. Wally never wanted to watch past the end of season seven. Such a disappointment. Yeah, well, the the all right. Well, the Battle of the Bastards and the one after that, that whatever that season was, that was perfect. I'm like, I, I think that was season the end of season six. Six, yeah. And oh, I'm okay. like, you know what? I'm good. I don't need, I don't need to see <laughs> the Night King and the Dead fight. I mean, it was a perfect fucking ending, and I was happy. I'm like, that was the most satisfying ending to anything I've ever seen. It was just beautiful. So, I was, yeah. yeah, I mean, I pissed off going to the end because like all the stuff that I wanted to have happened like even though like the fuck yous never happened in that episode really that last season yeah Which, between it's like true. Damian Cersei like if you guys listen to our podcast before I'm sorry there's there's a spoiler here I wanted Jamie to like totally kill Cersei mm-hmm. like I wanted that to happen and it didn't happen so I was no the ending was dumb was stupid. really dumb Completely oh, wait, forgot so his... much time on that goddamn show. Yeah, there's so much that was set up that was just thrown out. It was just like, oh my god. Interesting, isn't it? <clears throat> it's interesting what happens to things that we love. 
They shouldn't let people have an opinion. It's like little kids. I just, I just feel like, I just feel like writers fail you. Like they do so good in the beginning and then they build up these characters. I mean, it's the same thing like for us with like Dexter, like we loved that show. And Michael, Michael C. Hall, right? Mm -hmm. He was like, I will always make sure that Dexter remains true to himself. And he didn't. He did not protect that character in the end. And I know you guys didn't watch that show to the end or even watch it at all. That's but it was such a disappointment like because it was such a disappointment because the writers were so true to that character up until like the fifth season. And then they completely just annihilated everything that had to do with what that character was, was about. And they, they completely ruined it. And it was like, how, why am I giving my time to the show? Like, why are you fucking this up? You were so good. And then you just lost it. Like, it's like you lost your passion for this character. No, this is what happens. They start paying attention to what other people are saying about. Them. Yeah. In the beginning, they're not paying attention to anything anybody says because they're just desperately trying to crank out fucking quality material. Then all of a sudden they get popular and they start listening to the words that are said and they start taking in the criticism and they start making the changes that like the voices are saying they need to make. Probably a dozen other producers come in and are like, hey, I'm going to help you get to the end. You know what I think? I think he needs to be addicted to popsicles. Yeah, popsicles <laughs> and rainbow bright spandex. Yeah, put him in that. That's the stuff, man. That's basically how the series yeah, ends. Yeah, that's pretty much happens. <laughs> well, it's like all these idiots get, have to get their two cents in, and it's like, why don't you just take a step back, fuck your own face, and let the writer <laughs> do the thing. Exactly. <laughs> well, um, cool. On that note, maybe we should get to questions. Sure. Cheers. Um, Jim, what are you drinking? I am virtually drinking a bad habit. What bad habit do you have left that your mother would yell at you about now? Like mine would obviously be burping, like my bad belching problem and or my throat noise. All of my face, all my face noise to something you too. Well, that's just a neurosis. Yeah, that's not really a bad habit. Well, but- My mom doesn't, my mom, I tend to, uh, I, I tend to be a lot more open about things I've done in my past. And I get that, oh, Jimmy, you didn't. Please say you didn't do that. Well, uh, that's weird. What you did. <laughs> I was thinking pick. more along the lines of like, you know, biting, biting your, your nails, nails or your toenail. Yeah, what's a bad habit you have? Right, letting your toenails... The last thing she yelled at me about was that we drank too much that last Christmas that we were there. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, you drink too much. She's like, you remind me of my mother. Wow. And I was like, it's Christmas time. Wow. What about you, so, Kelly? Got any bad habits like that? Like, anything, right? Like I'm not a nail biter because I'm a germaphobe. Yeah. I don't pick my nose because... <laughs> Tissues. A, a bad habit. I pooped on the floor in the kitchen at my mom's house the last time. So. Uh, I geez, let me think about it for a second. Like, um, you wait until the garbage is overflowing and disgusting before you take it out. No, yeah, I mean, no, it's. I mean, I, I do have a bad habit of like. I mean, I like to do laundry, but I hate putting it away, so okay, it will pile up for days. Where do you pile it actually, up? Like, like this right here. Yeah, I mean, it will pile up for days. Like, I'll do the laundry, but it'll pile up before I even put it away because I hate putting it away. I also, uh, 
I don't mind doing dishes by hand, but when I put them in the dishwasher and then we put them in the dishwasher, like he and I literally have like silent arguments over who's actually going to put the dishes away, what you say? Because neither one of us likes it, so we leave them sitting in there for days. <laughs> that sounds um, familiar. Yeah. Like I'll be silently staring at him while he's looking at, like laying on the couch watching Food Network and be like, should she be over here putting the dishes away from three days ago while I'm hand washing dishes because I have nowhere to put them? <laughs> like, yeah. I'll, I'll open the dishwasher and pull it out. Like I'm letting it air dry because no one's putting them away. So might as well dry them out while no one's putting them away. And if we trip over it enough, one of us is going to get pissed and put that yeah. shit away. Yeah. Like it's I don't really have like mean. dirty bad habits. I don't have like weird bad habits. Like, like Jim said, like I'm not like picking my nose or biting my nails or, you know, scratching the nail polish off my nails. Do I don't you, have anything like that. I just have like weird shit that I get lazy about. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I was never like that in my 20s, but now that I'm in my late 40s, I kind of let some things go now. That kind of irritates the shit out of me. We don't now. say that on this podcast. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 25, damn it. <laughs> What are your bad habits, Captain? I don't have any bad habits. Yeah, I knew you were going to say perfect. that. The Captain's perfect. He is perfect. Uh, if I lived with my parents still, I'm sure they could tell me about all the things I do that piss them off. This is why we don't live with our parents anymore. Um, yeah, a bit like I would think that they would probably get upset with me, like sleeping in or not. Yeah, I mean... Taking I would his say, dishes and putting right beside the sink instead of actually in the sink. That was never a thing in my house. Yeah, that's, a, that's a you thing. Putting them in the sink is a you thing. That is a Christina. No, it isn't. Who puts it right beside the sink and not- Damn, girl. Uh, Jim puts them on the counter too, by the way. It's the weirdest fucking thing. Just put it in the goddamn sink. You run some goddamn water on it. Or the, like Kelly's, the laundry. Letting my laundry stack up is definitely a bad <laughs> habit that I need to stop doing and just put my shit away when I do laundry. Preach it, sister. Yes, you do. But here's the thing, like, right now, it's like, nobody's going into anybody else's houses, so I feel like we're all, like, just being really lazy. and Wee, not, like, laundry! <laughs> we're just, like, totally slacking, you know? And I feel like that's this thing that I'm like, God, I'm so unmotivated right now to do anything because nobody sees it except for this one. So... <laughs> I feel all I don't of that. Care. I feel all of that. I do, and I keep trying to motivate myself to be like, "No, we're deep cleaning. We're good. We're doing this." And then I'm like, "Why? Why?" Oh, I, I mean, it's a good thing we're not having a guest over anytime soon because oh our God. guest room is a storage closet. Nice. Our, our guest room has exploded into nothing but fucking shit everywhere territory. I can't fucking stand it. Like we dumpster dived, picked out a. A coffee table out of the garbage last weekend. Brought it in Not out of the garbage. Don't. Say it, it wasn't in the garbage. It was on the side of the garbage. It was a perfectly nice coffee table, and we were like, "Let's bring it upstairs and see if like it's something that we like for our house." Because I wanted, I wanted something a little, uh, not as wide as the round table, a little longer. Brought it up here. It like it was like fuck an a to bring it up this house because it was heavy. How did you, how did you say that? Fucking a. And then we brought it in, and he's like, I like it. I'm like, I don't. And now it's sitting in our spare bedroom. So now I have a bike in there. I have a coffee table in there. I have a desk in there. We I have, have two new seats and cushions out there. There's so much shit in there. Oh, my God. It's turned you guys into hoarders. 
Oh yeah. Oh, you guys are so funny. It won't stay that way that long though, because I won't be able to, I won't be able to stand it. Like I walk by and I have to shut the door because I'm like, I can't look in there. I can't look in there. It'll drive me crazy. Exactly. You know me, you know how I am. I can't, I can't deal. I do. Well, cheers to that. Good job, Bad Habit. Cheers. Bad Habit. Bad Habit. All right, Christina, here's my question for you. Wait, what am I drinking? Christina, you are drinking the Big Easy. Oh, I like the Big Easy. So, so, Christina, when people look at you, what do you think they're thinking? Won't she please shut the fuck up? <laughs> God, will she ever stop talking? Should have looked for that drink. Damn. <laughs> is she still talking? I bet you there is a cocktail <laughs> called Shut the Fuck Up. I gotta find it. There probably is one. How is her voice cutting through all of the noise in this whole place and stabbing me in the ears right now? I've never Wait. heard somebody complain so much. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, at least I'm honest, right? Like, come on now. I know myself. It takes a minute to get to know me and love me. But once you do, it's worth every penny. It's worth it. I agree. Mm -hmm. I love you. I know. Thank you. You're fun. People realize that I'm a pretty good friend after they get over their preconceived notions of my big mouth. You do have a big mouth, but I love that about you. I'm a good friend, Jim Brogan. You're scratching your face. <laughs> I don't have any good qualities. Oh. He's just, he's being a total character right now. If somebody could see him. Don't worry, I'll call yeah. Dolores. She'll take me in. She'll treat me like a daughter. It's all right. <laughs> exactly. What about you, Captain? Uh, what was the question? What do people think of me? Yeah, what do people think of you when they see What do you think people uh, think like when they see you or hear you? Hey, that's one handsome devil. <laughs> uh, I could have said something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have no idea. I, I really don't give a shit. And I maybe I, I don't. I don't know. Uh, probably that I'm fucking weird. Probably that I'm weird, or I'm angry. <laughs> I really hope no. it's not that I'm angry. You're actually a little right on both of those. <laughs> I never got angry. Like my first impression of you, Wally, was that you were. I was like, this dude's funny. Like he's yeah. funny, he's humble, and he's a because decent. he's weird and angry. He's weird and angry. <laughs> no, he's approachable. Angry is not a word I would ever use for Wally. Nay. I would say like quirky and approachable. That's quirky. Yeah. But like friendly, like you're friendly, you're open. It's nice. What about you, Ego Star? Me? Yeah. Oh, everyone thought I was a girl when they when they, when they first saw me, <laughs> especially when I had long hair. I even got it with short hair too, so I don't know. But I also got like the rock and roll thing too from from time to time, and I, I would imagine now people just live, like I I just come off. I mean, especially with work, just I'm such a wise ass. So there's, there's a lot of that too. So yeah, I'm at work. That's for the anger thing. I could I feel like a lot of people find me to be a wise ass and maybe kind of ornery at times. But, you know, that's usually from the new people that haven't been through the shit that we've been through. It's like a hazing. It's like a hazing process, actually. And I kind of enjoy it. 
because I see people like side eye me and they're like, you're coming over here to yell at me, aren't you? I go, what have I ever yelled at you? But then I'm kind of yelling when I say that. So, yeah, but we yell in a different way. It's just like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a generational thing. I don't know if it's, we've been in the business too long thing, but yeah. Probably. People are like, okay, man. And I'm like, what? Oh yeah. Was, all right. I'm just animated. <laughs> How about you? Uh, I've been told that I'm aloof and, and I would, I, I don't know. I think that's just me being shy. I'm, I'm more quiet in the beginning until I get to know people and really, I'm more of an observer. So I feel like I'm, I feel like I come off as aloof and maybe shyer than I really am, but that's just who I am. I'm, I just know who I am. That's how I am. Yeah. I'm not really aloof. I'm not judgy and I'm not really aloof. I'm just more shy and more of an introvert. So I tend to be quieter when people first meet me. And then, well, as you guys know, if you put some tequila in me or if I'm really comfortable around you, I act like an idiot or a goofball or whatever. Wait, wait, wait. I just have to add this because one of Jim's famous quotes in my head <laughs> that I have often used is that shy, there's no such thing as shy. It's just an excuse to be an asshole. That's correct. Oh, well, then maybe I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right with that. <laughs> or maybe I'm just a bitch. No, really. you've never been shy around me, so, I, so. Yeah, I wouldn't put you as shy. I wouldn't put you as shy at all. I would put you as, like, self-aware. Reserved. Yeah. I and mean, she's reserved. definitely, like, the quiet, quietest out of the three of us, but we're all pretty loud. I would say reserved is good, is a good word. I mean, I prefer that over being aloof. When I was in high school, I was told that I was aloof. I don't see that, that at all. That I was unapproachable. Yeah, I don't see that either. And I'm like, I don't feel like I am unapproachable, but I, I am think, reserved. Uh, sure. I've been called eccentric before, and I was just like, really? What am I, Howard Hughes? <laughs> How the fuck am I eccentric? And that's I think you're eccentric. I, th I think by the general perception, you can be perceived that way, especially with like a, a person with like your film knowledge and the idea of the things that you like to collect and spend your money mm -hmm. on, reading books, writing scripts. There's a lot of facets to your diamond, dude. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? I, mean, I think it's funny because I would put aloof and eccentric in the same category. And I, I would agree with Kelly that I don't, I don't see that for either of us, really. So. See, I wouldn't put aloof and eccentric in the same category. But I, I understand what, I. About you know what I'm saying is like that. I was perceived as aloof, and he was perceived as eccentric, and I would, well, I wouldn't say that about you either, Wally. Yeah. But you know, I, I mean, it, but, but that's interesting. Like people perceive you a certain way, and it's do you do you perceive yourself that same way or not? Like, I don't. I don't perceive you as being eccentric. I don't necessarily see myself as aloof, but I've been told I am. So it's like, well, am I, or am I more reserved? Like you would say, and I would have to agree with you. I'm probably more reserved until I'm more comfortable around people. And then I feel more comfortable and then I can just be myself. I think people think I'm stupid because I'm a big mouth. No one, no, so no one thinks I never thought stupid. That. There's not a single person out there that thinks you're stupid. A no. bitch, no. yes. A stupid, yeah. no. Snobby. I definitely think people. Think <laughs> no, I no. Like Jim, I would say a bitch before I ever thought Bitchy. you were snobby or stupid. What is You're an angry bitch before you are any other insult that could be lost. But I would say you. bitch in a bad way. I'd be like, yeah. you can come off as bitchy in the sense where you're just kind of like, 
I mean, I'm yes. Well, you're very, you're very, you're like a high D. Like you just like you know who you are. You're gonna speak your mind. You like you got no like problem speaking your mind, and that comes off as bitchy to some people, and that's okay because Christina's mouth is a gate. You are. Yeah, because I don't think I'm a bitch. Like I don't think I'm bitchy. Like, and you have you have no problems hurting the ones you love the most. (laughs) So is that who thinks I'm a bitch? Is the people that I love? (laughs) I'm. And I'm sure I'm sure Hitler didn't think he was evil. <laughs> I think evil people know they're evil. Wow, I'm a bitch. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, only get- at like only at like one o'clock in the morning in the keys when these two are talking comic books and you're going, What the fuck? Let's go to bed. Let's go to bed. Come on, Wally. Let's go to sleep. I'm a shrew. Is that what you mean by bitch? I'm a shrew. <laughs> let's let's paint the picture so we're down in the i'm just kidding you we're down in the keys last year and we're doing an episode and it was after the episode wrapped and we're just hanging out doing keys stuff and we were all hanging out having dinner and drinking the girls go to bed jim and i are out talking listening to music i don't know what time it was what two in the morning it's no, it wasn't even that late. we wrapped up at two yeah it was, like it 11. was probably one it was probably one ish and uh Sure enough, all of a sudden, Christina comes barreling down the dock and comes over at us like the girl in the State Farm commercial. Who are you talking to? It's three in the morning. Oh, Jake from State Farm? What are you wearing, Jake? It was just like, what are you doing? What are you guys still doing up? Are you coming to bed? Come to bed already. You make it so enticing. How could he have not just ran right back to the hotel? No, but you you, you missed the intermission, Wally, because like, it actually was earlier than that because she went. Well, to she bed, did come out twice. She went to bed she at like ten thirty, and I excused myself around eleven. And then I was out on the patio reading my book and having my drink before I was going to put myself to bed. And she walks by, like she walks by our room, and she's like hauling down towards like the bay. And she's like, "Where are they? What are they doing?" And I'm like, "They're just talking. What are they talking about? It's time to go to bed." I'm like, "Well, you keep going down that way and tell them to go to bed." <laughs> and then and she I walks did. back away. Then she comes back and keeps going back to your guys' room. This one comes back, fills his drink. You're still sitting down by the bay. All of a sudden, like a half an hour later, maybe a little longer, I see her trotting back down there, running back down there again. Just go to fucking bed. Just go to bed. Leave him alone. I can't. We're sleep. hanging out with each other. I can't sleep. It's hilarious because I was diagnosed as obsessive compulsive when I was in high school and stuff. Right. And I, I did have a lot of obsessive compulsive, you know, uh, behaviors. I figured it out the other night. There is no one more obsessive compulsive than this one right here. She is, she will sit in bed and you can see her, her uh, compulsively obsessing about shit to where she flips and flops around in bed and gets angrier and angrier by the second. Cause she can't stop thinking about, that noise or that drip or that creak or that thing that happened earlier or the fact that she can't sleep or every time. And it just gets angry and angry. And I could see her doing that in the <laughs> when we're down at the dock, just talking and she's just flipping, getting angry. Like, what are they you know, doing? they make alcohol for that. Just <laughs> shut it down with some booze and go to bed. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. What's right, going Karen. on in your head when you're going to bed? And you can't go to sleep unless Wally's sitting next to you. Uh, we all have our quirks. Guess what time it is, kids? Time to wrap it up. 
101. That rhymes. Wow, she's actually shutting it down and we're talking about her. <laughs> what, Nitz? Would you like to see me be a bitch? We've seen that. Are you going to ask the D on the way to the P? No, I'll leave that up to Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask the D, Jim, on the way to the P. Don't do it. Okay. Okay. You can you can count 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 on me to follow through with that. Okay. Okay. Good. Are you ready to yeah. go? Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take a step back and f your own face. All right. Gotta go. See you later. Fuck faces. Good. Goodbye. Goodbye. weird thing that I do now with like my feet where I do like this thing where I twitch my feet my toes and I count to one through ten in my head and so that's just what I'm doing okay Can you stop that please you do that before you go to bed no I do it in the morning like I literally start waking up and then I start like moving my big toe up and down up and down, up and down, up and down. I count to one to ten, one to ten, one to ten, one to ten. That would keep me up all fucking night. No, I do when I wake up in the morning. It's a weird thing. I have anxiety, and then I start doing that to try to calm myself down. It's a very weird, odd thing that I started to do just, like, the last, like, several months. I'm not quite sure why it's happening or why I started doing it, but it's a weird twitch that I have now. I call it a twitch, but I don't <laughs> know what the fuck it is. <laughs> Whatever gets you through.